What is happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 82 of your favorite podcast, the Gordite Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host Scott Simmons today. Oh, I have some bad news. I have some I have some enticing but bad news inside. We we have failed. And we're gonna share it with you. We're gonna talk about it and we're gonna talk through it with you and how you can ensure to set yourself up for this not to happen. <sighs> episode 82. Brought to you by Revive Supplements. Brought to you by Raw Supplements. As always, use code Mahaley20 at checkout to support your favorite podcast. I'll see you inside. So the last, man, I would say a couple months, maybe Mm -hmm. two or three months, maybe a little bit longer than that. Mm -hmm. Not sure how long it's been going on. There's been a few times throughout the podcast that I've hinted on something that we're working on. Mm -hmm. And it was huge. It was massive. It was monstrous. It was well, it's quite the curveball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys would have been. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I mean, there, there's a few people who knew that was like, oh my god, they're like super surprised. Yeah, like yeah. this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, it's all come, unfortunately, to a screeching fucking halt. Temporarily. Temporarily, until we and, until we find some uh, some other you know partners to mm-hmm. go in on it with. So um, we have been working on, dude. We've been working tirelessly on. Uh, we were going to open a restaurant here in downtown Austin, Texas, and it was going to be so dope. Yeah, it was going to be so fucking cool. The location, was the, the, so the location sick. was so fucking cool. Yeah. like what, like what we were going to do was absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I can't lie. Like for me. It took some monstrous fucking balls to be able to actually want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. Like we have no idea when the restaurant business is going to be back to normal. We have no idea when things are going to be, uh, you know, full capacity mm-hmm. at a restaurant. Yeah. You know, no bullshit. What the fuck ever is happening going yep. on. Dude, let me tell you, after being in fucking Pennsylvania, it feels good to be back in Texas with some goddamn freedom. <laughs> wow. In Texas, we believe in freedom. <laughs> it feels nice. But Charleston wasn't that bad. So, you said. Charleston wasn't bad. Charleston was yeah. like in between the two. Okay. Uh, it, it was more so on the Texas end of things. I like South it. Carolina was. So yeah, we were going to open this restaurant. And uh, it's going to be a wood-fired uh, grill. It was going to be fucking dope. And I was going in on it with uh, a couple guys who are really good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's 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 all unfortunately kind of come to a screeching halt. And, you know, we're going to talk about this day on the podcast um, because it kind of seems like as this got more real and as the dollars were starting to flow and as, you know, I mean... <sighs> Honestly, the business practices got pretty bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I like we me and uh, Tony and Steven introduced uh, the proposal to the landlord uh, or, or to one of our um, potential investors. Uh, but a guy who's just a really tight friend of ours and who's helped us with a lot of things. Um, and then we we're going to present it to the landlord. Um, and as soon as the proposal um, you know, got sent out. I got a text from, you know, one of my partners who's supposed to be on this saying, you know, that I, they think that they're out mm-hmm. because they have to move back home mm-hmm. for, I, I, I don't really know. I don't really know. It, the, but, but the understanding was, is because of the current 
Economic situation. Climate. Yeah. But at the beginning of the negotiations, you know, Tony and I made sure they knew like, Hey, we're going to take care of you guys. Yeah. Like whatever you need, you just have to let us know yep. type situation. Yep. And so that that wasn't going to be an issue. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so all this, like what, I mean, it was a text. There was no phone call. There was no nothing. They didn't mm -hmm. call me. They didn't call Tony. Obviously this has been pre-decided for a while mm -hmm. before it was introduced to me. We were working hard on this thing. Yeah. And I mean, we were about to invest $550,000 into this mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. of my own fucking money. Mm -hmm. And like, I got a text. <laughs> Do you know what confused me sometimes? Yeah. Was when Tony was trying to get some information. Yeah. It was challenging. It was challenging. And that was weird. Because but, we work every day, all day. Oh yeah. We don't stop. We don't stop. Remember when you told me? <laughs> yeah. Remember when you told me? I guess we're done working at 6 p.m. I don't know who does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? We were trying to get a hold of this fucking realtor. Yeah. Remember right. we were trying to get a hold of this right. realtor. He was on vacation. Yeah. He was on fucking oh, vacation, God, which dude. I'm not sure what that is either. I'm so surprised yeah. that all these people are acting like, like a realtor taking vacation right now. I mean, I know you're probably not selling a bunch of shit. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to be the well, one selling the most shit? On vacation, you still pick up your fucking phone. That's like, fact. I don't believe, and a lot of you guys might not agree with this. If you're a fucking hustler, if if you're a if you're a motherfucker who's laying down the goddamn law yeah. with your job, with what you're doing, you ain't selling motherfucking phone on vacation. Yeah. Like you gotta be all in. It's not just sometimes. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. we don't, you know. I'll go on vacation in fucking Bali and I'm still getting back to my clients <laughs> like yeah. straight up. I'm, yeah. I'm, it, it doesn't stop. Dude, it I never texted, I texted my, uh, roaster this morning Yeah, because we made, paid the final it's invoice labor and, day. And it's labor day and they're off. And guess what he did? What? He called me. Oh wow. Really? Yep. Good. Yep. He Good. called me and yeah. he's like, he was like, Hey, what's, you know, what's it? How's it going? Whatever. And he goes, Oh, I'm in Seattle. I'm not, that's not where they're at. Yeah. They're in Kent. Um, and I was like, what are you doing in Seattle? Are you traveling? He goes, no, I'm at home. It's Labor Day. And I was, oh, fuck. I know. I know. And I told him, I said, dude, I, don't, I just don't know what no. day it is ever. No, never. <laughs> Tony and I were talking and he said, happy Labor Day. And I was like, we, honestly, we don't celebrate that around here. He's it's like, Monday. you're right. Killers fucking kill. Let's keep moving. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just Monday. Yeah. So that was um, the big surprise that you guys were all going to get briefed on. Dude, we were going to close on that spot this week. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to start the, the, the process. So yeah. I'm definitely very heartbroken i'm more so disappointed yeah. i'm disappointed in like how things went down like uh the, the, the text and yeah. and you know but we live we learn we grow and yeah. there's going to be someone else who's who's hungrier who's well, more ambitious and who wants that and who yeah. wants to i think as it got very very real it was like an oh shit moment like oh fuck are we ready for this well look at it's kind of like a failure you yeah. kind of failed yeah oh, definitely 100 percent. but so, i mean somewhere along the line i didn't do my part to allow them to know maybe we had them maybe mm -hmm. our communication mm -hmm. tactics maybe how we do things yeah um and so you know it's definitely a learning point for me but, you know, I guess this is why I say don't mix friends with business because yeah. we are not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> well, and I, and I, don't, I don't point it out to say it's a failure like oh, you, you suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. But it's a failure that you can everybody listening. You can see yeah. that, well, this isn't going to stop. The door didn't close. No, it's just a pivot. It's a temporary change. It's a pivot. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, um, we'll, we'll find someone else. And we'll, we'll find a team to go in there and make this thing. Fucking I mean, we have wild. a lot of ideas. So got so many. So now we, we actually have a meeting tonight here after this podcast about what the pivot point is. Now we're mm -hmm. going to, you know, kind of shuttle. Ooh, the, I'm excited about that. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We have a really cool one. We have a really, really, really cool one coming. It's actually going to be way easier uh, to run way, way easier cash, way cheaper <laughs> than um, the restaurant. I was just dude, the restaurant. Like, it's like an ego thing. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I want to check that box. Yeah. Like, one day you will. I'm going to have gyms down here. I want to yep. have restaurants. Yep. I want to have. 
I'm not too, shops I'm not too worried about it. No. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. I would be much more worried about missing this opportunity, yeah. uh, you know, as yeah. other people than Dude, I would be. You know, like shit gets really hard. Yeah. And you start to learn what pe- who people are and what people are like when things get kind of uncertain. Yeah, adversity brings about red flags, mm-hmm. you know. Um but you know, I I believe that, you know, none of these people are bad people. No, none of these people, no, no, no. I, I, they're, they're making, you know, they, they made some bad choices and mm-hmm. they kind of approach in a poor manner, but they're not bad people. They're great people. Yeah. They're extremely fucking talented. People. Oh yeah. Really, really, really yeah, fucking yeah. talented. And previously and, they're, they're the hand they were dealt was not unfair. In their, yeah. Totally unfair. unfair. Yeah. yeah the, the, the place they were, they got fucked over. Yeah. And you know, here with, and all of our companies, it truly is like, we make sure that it's family mm-hmm. and you know, that makes it easier to deal with adversity when it hits. Mm-hmm. And that makes it easier, you know, to deal with the lack of self-belief that, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, dated self-belief is kind of a fleeting thing. You know, some days it's really high. Other mm-hmm. days it's, you know, fuck, like, is this imposter syndrome? Yeah. Am I supposed to be here? Did, did I earn this? Yeah. Um, you mean and Savannah, we're talking about the, that this morning. Yeah. We were talking about how to be a little more, cause her and I feel kind of all over the place. Yeah. Right. You got, Ideas, some work, some not work, some hang out, some, some train, some this yeah. and that, some that and it's kind of everywhere. And I thought about it and I thought, you know what, back in the airplane world um, the pilots have a checklist yeah. always. And if they don't go through that checklist, people could die. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Absolutely. an airline pilot goes through his checklist, fuel, oil, tires, pressure, uh, everything. And if everything's not to a T. He can't take off. If he does take off, he risks killing everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I know that sounds super morbid to say, but if you look at that, that pilot's got to be like, okay, if you took a small plane Mm -hmm. and you flew recreationally, Mm -hmm. you go, I got to go through this checklist, right? And I don't want to fucking do it. I know everything's fine. I flew this fucking airplane yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But you take that checklist, you do the hard, the, the quote unquote hard part. Yep. And then you get to have fun and fly. Exactly. And that checklist uh, analogy, it kind of, it it does apply to everywhere. Mm -hmm. It might not always be a physical checklist you have to have, but it's like, are you just checking the box for the shit you need to do? Right. Mm -hmm. If you say you go into business with someone, then there's boxes you have to check Mm -hmm. that you, you you have to really fucking earn Mm -hmm. and you have to bring to the table every single day. If you're going to lead the business, there's things you have to do. You know, whichever direction you're, you're headed, there's, a series of events that has to happen first before you get there. And I think, you know, sometimes, you know, the early stages of the events or the middle stages or the latter stages, it can fluctuate which one's the hard ones, the easy ones, all that stuff. But if you truly just have an unending willpower and unending belief that, you know what, even though tomorrow I might not feel the way I do today, which felt a little bit worse than yesterday, you're going to just get the job done. You're going to figure it out mm-hmm. on your, and I feel like that's how we all operate. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to figure out how to achieve this angle. I'm not hundred percent sure how, yeah. but I know that it's going to work out. Yeah. And I'm not scared if things start failing or slipping a bit because we're going to, you know, push through. And yeah. it's, it's kind of like that everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why we see a lot of relationships fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, so soon it's just like, Oh man, you hit your first rough patch and whoop, done. Like out the door to the yeah, next one. Yeah, yeah, And, you know, I, I think that's why we also live in an instant gratification world, mm-hmm. right? Like this restaurant was about to take like seven months to open. Oh, yeah. That would have been a lot of work. It was going to be a lot of fucking yeah. work. And, and you know, we like we were going to have to go and gut the entire inside. Yeah. We're going to have to redo the entire outside. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to redo the parking lot. It was, it was old. It was, it was an old place. Yeah. 
it's a really old building that's uh, just in the most beautiful location in Austin, Texas. It has extreme charm to it. Oh, it's it's such a such a cool fucking spot. Yeah. And whoever gets that spot, it's going to be really cool. When you mentioned uh, how we were talking about the keep Austin weird. Yeah. You know, mentality that, yeah. that a lot of Austinites have. Yeah. But we could see the change happen potentially as more tech companies come in and stuff. Yeah. It turns into a little... LA or something like that. It does, that. yeah, it will. And so I like the idea and the the thought process behind let's try to keep that even though we're not 100%. from here. Even though we're not from here. Yeah. That's what we like about it. I this still place. take so much pride, even though we're not from here, I take so much pride in the city. Yeah. Because it's been able to build me so many things that I was mm-hmm. never gonna have elsewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, yeah, it, it was like it was like house. The 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 um, restaurant was going into this place that it had never been like it had never been a home that was lived in, mm-hmm. but it's essentially like a house it's designed. Like it, a house. It's designed yeah. like a house yeah. and it has this extremely Austin charm to it. Mm-hmm. And we were just going to refine it and kind of bring it up to modern dude. Actually it's wild. I, I told you about this. The entire fucking place was out of code. Yeah, you did <laughs> getting yeah. it up to code was going to cost $275,000. That was almost a deal breaker for a second. Sure. But you know, I, I talked to Tony, talked to Steven and said, well, you know, we got to do this. Yeah. And you know, so the process here's the thing. What's cool about this is I'm walking away with a W because I learned so much. Yeah, dude. This process. When you were looking like, you know, even talking to Tony through the PL yeah. statements. Yeah. You probably didn't know much about that at all. I knew nothing about how to achieve TI money, how yeah. to, the how, how to read a PL statement, mm-hmm. like what was good, what was bad, what was mm-hmm. average. What to look out for and those kinds of yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah I had no idea. And yeah. you know, now I do. So, you know, when we do embark on this endeavor, which is hopefully sooner rather than later, um, yeah, I just I, I have Man. to find I have to find a chef that's really fucking good and you you've now developed deeper connections with some of the people yeah. you know in the restaurant industry yeah man um especially james yep. you know james is a pivotal part of what we do he's uh he's big time down here in mm-hmm. austin and man he wants to be on board with everything we do yeah so you know it's not an l right whenever we go into an endeavor there should be networking there should be some items that you're learning that you can carry over anywhere in life um and then honestly it's kind of a mentality approach mm-hmm. right it's like we dove into this. I dove into this all the way in. Yeah. I remember telling Tony, I was like, we have to get this done. Whatever the fuck it takes, we yeah. have to open this restaurant because this thing's going to be absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tony shared with me some numbers that, you know, he always does very conservative numbers, course, um, outlook numbers. Yeah. And, um, you know, he shared with me numbers that, it was all right. You know, mm-hmm. I liked what I saw enough. Mm-hmm. Some of the other businesses that we want to dive into have much bigger numbers. Man, I wanted a restaurant. <laughs> I wanted a restaurant yeah. bad, especially yeah. with the people we were doing it with. I'm a huge believer, and I, I know you know this, um, that everything happens for a reason. There's going to be something else happens yeah. here. Like, we're going to look back 12 months from now, and, like, the thing that we're about to open, it's going to yeah. be fucking monstrous, and it's going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that was the right thing to do. So, part of all of this, this might sound really freaky to, you, to a lot of you guys. Like, man, you're going to fucking open a restaurant in this economy? <laughs> yeah, this yeah, happening? Yeah, right. Like, what the fuck? When you told us, it, that's kind of what I know. I was like, shit, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, we got to try. It's such a huge gamble, yeah. right? It's constantly betting on yourself. Like, you know what? I'm going to fucking figure it out. Mm-hmm. I need to get this shit open. And then I'm going to figure everything else out around that. Um, I believe that a large part of this is because I feel that I've built my own safety net. And a lot of people kind of crave the whole safety net mentality thing. Like, well, I need to stay with my company because, Mm -hmm. you know, I have these benefits and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And when 
I won't get started on that in this podcast, but I think benefits are one of the biggest scams of low pay uh, corporations oh, that could possibly. Yeah, be. that was but, one of the first things that they always told me. You yeah, know, our benefits are better than everybody else, yeah. which is like they were better. Yeah, yeah, yeah but. We'll do a whole other podcast on that My one. salary could have been like 20 grand higher. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me show you some benefits yeah, here. Right. Um, but it's building your safety net just kind of in uh, the unending. I mean, like Scott and I were talking about like Labor Day. Mm-hmm. We we didn't take What's Labor that? Day off. You know how we don't, we built we built our own safety net because we don't stop working. Mm-hmm. You know, like Tony texted me today and he said, LOL, Roger that, killers kill. Mm-hmm. And like truly killers fucking kill. If there's something that you need, if there's something that you want, there's an endeavor you're trying to embark on and fuck, you know, you're just not real sure. You know what, man? The only thing that's worse than failure, the only thing that's that's worse than not being sure is never fucking knowing because you never fucking put yourself out there to fail. And if you didn't put yourself out there to fail, then you obviously didn't put yourself out there to succeed. And it's like, you know, we all have all these ideas, right? Like Scott just said, he and Savannah have so many ideas and they pop up and they pop up and they pop up. And it's like, what do we do with them? What do we do with them? Where do they go? Well, fuck, if you don't do a goddamn thing with them, then mm-hmm. it's never going to change. Nothing's ever going to happen. You build your own safety net based on how fucking relentlessly you just constantly choose to attack. And a failure is only a failure if you allow it to be. Let's say you start your own business, right? It's a little side hustle, right? You have a fucking flower shop and, you know, you're not getting many customers and, you know, Mother's Day is coming up and the big bad flower shop around the corner just has all these promos and deals and sales and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one of two things you can do. You know, number one, you can either attack. Number mm-hmm. two, you can lay down and just let them, let them continue to make the sales. You just barely scrape enough money together to keep your doors open. Not a good fucking place to be. Yeah. Right. What if we attack? What if we just, what if, what if we just attack whatever promos they're doing, dude, it might lose you money if you do the same promos, but fuck you gotta do those promos, Mm -hmm. right? You gotta Mm -hmm. do bigger and better promos. Why should we come to you when we could just go to the big bad flower company down the road? Mm -hmm. Right? Well, it's not about the dollars right now. It's about the repeat customers. It's about earning something um, based on the work you put in, based Mm -hmm. on whatever you offered, then servicing the customers mm-hmm. better than anybody else can. And then they come back. And then when they come back, now they're paying full price the next time. There's no promos. They need flowers for, God, kind of morbid, but like a funeral or something. I kind of, I, I, could, I, I couldn't think of another. That's an L. I, I couldn't fucking think of another. another uh, flowers for your anniversary. Yeah, I, saw, I saw this fucking meme the other day. Uh, I think it might have been last night. That was like, if you... <laughs> If you run your debit card at the funeral home and it gets declined, do they have to bring your loved one back to life? <laughs> well, fuck, we can't have a funeral. We can't bury him. We can't pay for it. What the you got to bring him back to life. Who dude, I thought saw of that? that? I saw that. I was high as fuck. dude. I saw that and I started rolling. That's funny. Fuck, <laughs> dude, that's I was funny. like, that's fucked. Wow. Somebody's. Yeah. I'm going to try it. <laughs> um, so. You, you have to pivot. You have to be able to be quick on your feet, be quick witted with you have to be able to serve people. You have to constantly be able to have and generate new ideas and just keep fucking trying, just relentlessly fucking trying. So we talk about a safety and I think how oftentimes people view it as like the benefits. And, you know, if you work with us, you know, we'll get your children's health care and like stuff. like that. And dude, like I'm not going to speak on being a parent because yeah. I don't fucking know what it's like to be a parent. But 
there are ways that you can kind of set that up for yourself. Mm -hmm. There's tons of ways you can set that up for yourself. Yeah. I believe in extreme willpower. I believe in extreme manifestation, right? So, you know, you know, hold on, wait, yeah. back it up. You know, set yourself yeah. up. So my buddies, uh, dads did this for them. Yeah. All you got to do, if you don't have benefits and you work for yourself and you have kids take, how much did they take? $5,000 a year and yep. put it in a Roth IRA yep. when they're 14. Yeah. Those guys are going to have like several million dollars by the time they're 50 or something like that. Yeah. I've heard of that um, method, yeah, I guess, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, it's, I, it's I, I've heard about that. It's, it's, it's very slow. It's slow as fuck. But it's, yep. and it's, a safety, but, it's safe. But it's patience. But it's patience. Right? You just practice your patience. You get to that end point and it's like, oh, fuck, now I actually can retire. Yeah. And now now these are things that are actually. Or, or pull it and use it. Yeah. Yeah. Or pull it and use it and fucking do something with it. Yeah. Um, so I believe in extreme willpower. I believe in extreme manifestation. I do believe that the business partners we were embarking on this restaurant business with, I think that they had really good willpower. I think they did. I mean, you know, they were working at the number one restaurant in Austin, mm -hmm. you know, before um, I, I, I pulled them away from there. And the manifestation piece is hard because you start getting that. It's it's like the good, the angel on one side and like the devil mm -hmm. on the other side. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, man, that, that devil just gets louder and louder and louder, and louder, trying to just beat you down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you choose to listen, whichever you choose to listen to, that's kind of where your path's going to lead to. Yeah, right. The yeah, path falls yeah. in perspective. The perspective is inside the negative, like, Oh fuck, I'm about to run a restaurant. Yeah. Like Justin's investing this much money. There's this much money total being put into the place. And it's my job to, to make that back. Make it work. I yeah. have to make that back for them. Yeah. Um, I think if you start viewing things in that regard, that you're pulling away from your self-belief, you're kind of demeaning, you know, your own abilities mm -hmm. and, and you're holding yourself back from something that dude, like this was going to be special. Mm -hmm. This was going to be huge. And it was yeah. going to lead into, I mean, it was going to lead into number two to number three. I mean, we were at least going to have three restaurants. Yeah. You know, within what, two and a half, three years down here. Yeah. And like our goal was to transcend Austin's food scene. Mm -hmm. And that if and you guys no, Austin's food scene is very difficult to transcend. That's mm -hmm. a big deal. Yeah. Right. So I believe if you're embarking on something, you have to have extreme willpower. You have to have extreme manifestation. I've talked about on this on the podcast before. I try to like play those mind games mm -hmm. with myself mm -hmm. of um, like, don't step on the cracks or oh, don't yeah, yeah. Um, have X before Y or don't do Y before Z, you yeah. know, whatever. It's like those extreme, just, just mental hacks of like practicing. It's like the stub toe thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. stub toe thing, like trying yeah. to make it hurt. I practice it when fucking Abrion is giving me a massage sometimes, like on my diaphragm <laughs> and on my lats and shit. And dude, I practice so hard and it's a fuck. Dude, I tried. Dude. So I, so when she was giving me a massage yeah. uh, last week, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try this right now. Yeah. And I was doing it and I was like, this is working. And then yeah. she poked something else. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, dude. Sometimes it just start, it start, starts hurting too bad. Yeah. Like there's no discipline. You're like, are you gone. fucking kidding me? Yeah. It's like, I'm just trying to survive right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I think just practicing the willpower time over time over time. And, you know, willpower is there's a vision. Right. We all see this vision. We have something in mind and it's the end goal that we have to achieve. But along that way, there's so many roadblocks. There's so many things trying to pull you away. There's negative energy. There's all of this stuff that's happening. Right. How well can you 
not be distracted? Can you dial it in? Can you focus on one thing, one thing only and making that one thing huge? How well can you focus on it? How hard can you work towards that? Even when everything around you starts telling you that it's not going to work or it gets really the resistance to achievement is getting extremely fucking difficult. Like a restaurant's not a low barrier to entry, mm. right? A restaurant, you need a shit ton of capital. Mm-hmm. All right. So that eliminates a fuck ton of people first. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking the initial, the initial build out we wanted to do the amount of capital we needed eliminated me. And mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we, we had to pivot. We had to find something else. Right. Yep. yep. So it requires a shit ton of capital. All right. After the capital, what do you need? Well, you need to have a contractor. Yep. You have a broker. Mm-hmm. You need to have an architect. Mm-hmm. All right. All these costs shit ton of money. So now we have to have these people. Now we have to start communicating how our ideas, our visions, our belief. And we have to be able to paint a picture that's clear enough for everyone to be on the exact same page. Now we have to find a, a square um, peg to fit into our square hole. Okay, so now we finally find the square peg that fits into our square hole, right? Now you start the actual process. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring the contractor in. Hey, this needs fixed. This needs fixed. This needs fixed. That's not up to code. That's not up to code. That's not up to code. If you want to do this, we have to do that. Then you bring the architect, the, the architect in. Same fucking thing. And now you finally acquire the building. And, well, I didn't fucking get that far. <laughs> Whatever. But you finally acquire the fucking building and now it finally starts to work. But along that way, do you know how many fucking things popped up to just get to the place where we had a proposal on the table for the building? Yeah. So many little things that was like quarantine gets extended. Mask mandate gets extended. Bars get shut back down. X what happens. Y happens. Z happens. You've mm-hmm. got to travel here for client shows. Got to travel there. Dude, I was focused. Yeah. Like I was focused on getting this thing fucking open by March. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do whatever fuck it took. You need me to go in and fucking sledgehammer some shit? I'll go in and sledgehammer mm-hmm. some shit. Like this thing had to get open. Yeah. Um, and so it's 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 the willpower of never losing sight of what the end goal is. And then it's the manifestation. And I believe a lot of people fail here because you guys, you guys aren't kind enough to yourself and your abilities. You guys don't recognize your abilities well enough. And, you know, maybe I don't either. Maybe I give myself too much credit. Actually, funny story. Uh, my good friend, Melissa, the other day, she sent me um, a screenshot on uh, Instagram of like, she shared my podcast. Yeah. And we yeah, we, I saw we that. talked about yeah, the podcast. So, yeah. so someone, some dude who like, you know, I didn't know. Um, he responded back to it and said, you actually like his podcast. Like I try to listen to you, but Justin's just too cocky for me to be able to. That's, you shared that, but didn't you? Did, did, you said no. it to your close friends or you sent it to me? Oh, did I, I, I think I sent it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said, I it saw to you. that because yeah. I saw the cocky comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so number, or, Oh, Oh, he, he, he like made a comment. Um, like how I act different on the podcast. And like, I am. That's a lie. We, yeah. Right. <laughs> We've never met. I see you every day. We've never DM'd on Instagram outside of him responding to a few of my stories that I never saw and never responded to. Fuck. You don't fucking know me in real life. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Melissa and I Judge were talking. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot. God dang. We were talking. It's like, dude, honestly, like, 
you know, I've talked to you guys about before, like this podcast is not for beta individuals. Uh, like, this podcast is yeah. for leaders. This is for yeah. alpha motherfuckers who can like take the punch in the gut. Yeah. Cause I'm talking to y'all based off everything I fucking failed on. Like this fucking restaurant. Yeah. Like Scott said, it's an element of failure behind that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have been able to take a lot of fucking failures, way more than I would wish on other people and turn them out into something that's kind of fucking decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Shit. I think it looks fucking decent. So I thought that was pretty fucking funny. That you is. guys, if you don't fucking know any, if you don't know someone, don't fucking act like, you know, I know that shit happens to me way too much. I'm like, I'm literally nobody. Yeah. Like imagine how much happens to other people. Like you don't know me. Yeah. You don't, we've never talked. We've never met. Mm-hmm. You've never shook my hand. Mm-hmm. Like, and then to say, I acted like I act more on this podcast, like myself than I do in normal life. <laughs> I believe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, sometimes like, like today at the gym, I was just like, I was just kind of out of it. I was just kind of training. I was just quiet. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. just thinking of shit. Thinking. Yeah. And so this podcast yeah. guy that plays wasn't loud like, at all. I'm the most expressive. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, let's see. I would love it. So those people, yeah. I'd love to see you trying to jump on a podcast. Yeah. Two cameras in your face. Yeah. Then knowing that 2000 people are going to listen to you to judge you ball. And, and then, and then another 600 are going to watch it on Instagram. Yeah. And maybe another 50 are going to share it. And those yeah. people are going to see it. And most likely those people who share it, their friends are going to judge because they don't want to tell you anything. Exactly. And then see if you can do it. Exactly. Walk, walk at least an inch in my shoes before you try and go a fucking mile. And like you said, you're not even that big. Like <laughs> no. compared to the people who are huge. Yeah. I, I, I truly can't imagine how they fucking deal with that shit. Yeah. I really can't. I, honestly, I'm not interested in it. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the platform. We, have i enjoy seeing the podcast grow and its impact grow but man honestly i'm not that interested in seeing the ig number grow much <laughs> yeah, I 40. we're good i'm all yeah i'm we're almost on the cusp of i'm like, like 30 away from 40 all right we're like good. 30 followers i haven't posted in a few days you have helping. not whatever it's discouraging i'm cool me. at 40 <laughs> we can get to 40 and i'm chilling <laughs> uh, there we go. Yep. so the manifestation the manifestation component i believe the best way to manifest something to happen is to truly understand what you're bringing to the table first and foremost not just from your abilities what internally and what externally are you bringing to the table so externally these are your these are your abilities all right you're what do, what do you bring to the table is better than what other people are able to do with the tools that you have available. And then internally, what are you bringing to the table? A lot of confidence, a lot of energy, constant positivity, always showing up on time. What are you bringing to the table internally? These aren't necessarily your abilities and skills. These are more so your characteristics and the traits of who you are. You know, these can easily easily be summed up into, and I never put this together until just now. Yeah. Vision and mission statements. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, that's very true. Really, they try to teach you that in college. They do, and it always falls flat because you think there's an answer. Exactly. And but there doesn't doesn't need to be an answer. Yeah, you just I've just learned basically now watching and like putting it in perspective of Team Haley. Yeah, um, because that's the easiest to put it the perspective of. Absolutely, is that the mission statement is intensity, pretty much. It is. Yeah, and the vision statement is is what would be. Culture of domination. I would I would think culture culture <laughs> yeah. a, a very over an almost overwhelming culture. Yeah, uh, culture of belief. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that that is very well put. That's very true. What are you bringing to the table? What what are you providing that they need? Mm-hmm. All right, there has to everything has a problem. There has to be a solution. Yeah, and your skills and abilities can either be a solution to the problem, or they can build upon the problem, mm-hmm. or maybe they can negate the problem a little bit, but not fix it completely. And that's still obviously someone who you need to have on your side, mm-hmm. right? So, 
I, th- I think the greatest form manifestation comes when you truly understand who you are, what you are, what you're bringing to the table, what you're there for, what, um, what the vision is, what mm-hmm. the mission is, mm-hmm. um, and then how you fit into all of that. Yeah. Right. If you're a quarterback out there and you're running a triple option offense, but every single play calls a fucking hail Mary, well, you're going to be really confused by what the actual mission is. Mm-hmm. Like what the vision, what, what's the end goal of these plays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we can't have that. We have to have, be on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, you need, if you're running a triple option offense, you have to get at least four yards, every single play, three and a half yards, every single play. Yeah. You know, that's your goal. Yeah. Three and a half yards, three and a half yards, three and a half yards, three and a half yards. That's your only fucking vision. That's your only mission. That's the only thing that you have to do here is find a way to get three and a half yards on this play. Find a way to get three and a half yards on the next play. Find a way to get three and a half yards on the next play. And you got first down, yeah. right? And you just do that over and over and over again. And eventually you break a huge run, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's how fucking business is. Mm-hmm. Business is the exact same way. You grind, you grind, you grind, you grind, you grind, you keep moving in the right direction. You might get push back for a loss of two on the play. And now we have to make that up somehow. Mm-hmm. So we have to pivot our game plan a little bit. Well, we can't only get three and a half here. Yeah. We need to get seven and a half here. Yeah. And now we're back on track. Try, try a different play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you try a different fucking play yeah. and you have to move forward with it. Right. Yeah. So that's truly, I, I think the best form manifestation and the way the manifestation is actually going to work is if you, know what you're bringing to the table. So constantly assess that and then constantly build upon the skills that you're bringing to the table. So we talked about internal and external belief and, you know, internal belief, I believe is just your characteristics, your traits, you know, whatever. And external is your ability, right? If you're really a basketball player, that's not an internal belief. That's an external belief. If you're a really good basketball player that want, that has to win every single game period, that's your internal and your external beliefs kind of combining into one mm-hmm. common goal, right? So, how do we build upon these? I think we build upon these by consistently practicing, practice your craft. You have ideas, right? Like you and Savannah have ideas. Like we have ideas. We're having a fucking phone call. We're having a meeting with the core five after this about fucking ideas. And so we have to practice these ideas. We practice the Russian idea. It failed. We're going to put it in the back pocket and we're going to play that card again later Mm -hmm. when it's, when we're more ready to utilize it. Right. And that's all you can do. You, you, Check the box of an L yeah. and you move forward. Yeah. And we but we're all moving forward with more knowledge. Yeah. You 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 need to assume, we always talk about this, assume that responsibility. Yeah. Of your of who you want to be and who you are. I mean, this is the biggest thing that I'm trying to mold myself into right now is, you know, that manifestation you're talking about. So with like riot. Yeah. Riot for me is is less about coffee, more about culture. Yeah. Because of the team Mahaley culture. Absolutely. Really. And yeah, you can get another cup of coffee probably for cheaper yep. at the grocery store yep. because the grocery store is going to be cheaper because I have to ship the product to you. Yep. Right. Yeah. But my hope and my belief is that you're going to sit well with the culture and the community. Yeah. And I'm not, I can't waver from that because no. if I doubt that, then it's not going to come through to the individual looking at the website or the content or me or the people we're around or anything. I agree with that. I agree with that hundred percent. The, the culture is if you go into it, it's like an internal culture. With it yourself. is. It is. Yeah. Because if you don't abide by it, eventually you're in a slip. Yeah. Right. And if you slip, then your entire culture underneath you just kind of shatters because now everyone knows that. Well, well that's not reality. Anyways. The, so like your inward outward thing you're talking yeah. about, your inward culture like flops. Yeah. And your outward culture, the people watching you. Yeah. Go. Oh, it's not legit. Well, he tried, I guess. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, but then that, that pulls back belief everywhere. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we were talking about this. There's a coach, um, there's a coach who I'm, you know, friends with mm-hmm. who is trying to finagle their way. 
Okay. You know, into yeah. I, th- I think we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, one thing I see is a lot of floating ideas, mm-hmm. or it's a lot of floating words that don't have a ton of meaning behind them. Right. Yeah. Now. It's kind of a fake it till you make it thing, right? Which isn't always a bad thing. Yeah. But fake it till you make it can very easily turn into hypocrisy, mm. and that's a tough place to be. Mm-hmm. That's tough to bounce back from, and. You know, I, I want you guys to be careful that because your internal culture is what will keep you faking it till you make it again is fine. Your internal culture is what keeps you on the side of reality versus hypocrisy. The fake it till you make it is hopefully that fake it will turn into exactly who you become. Well, it's kind of manifestation. Yeah. Right. You shouldn't be talking about it if you don't believe it. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. be talking about selling a million bags of coffee when you haven't even fucking sold one because mm-hmm. you haven't shown yourself you can sell one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it also there has to be reality behind it. Mm-hmm. But why can't we talk about selling a thousand bags a month? Yeah. You know, why can't you talk about selling 10,000 bags, you know, every two months? Yeah. Why can't you know, why can't these incremental goals be achieved mm-hmm. and be discussed when, you know, you believe you can. Now, if Scott just out here like, you know, I'm going to start a coffee company. We're going to sell a million bags a month. I'd be like, yeah, that's good luck. <laughs> that costs, that Actually, costs a lot too. of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with how many bags of coffee I have for the amount of money. I yeah. Spend, that'd be a lot. Yeah, of that'd money. be a lot of cash. Fuck. But fuck, you'd be taking out Starbucks at that point. Right. Million bags a month. That'd be ridiculous. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, have a happy balance between the internal and the external and understand, you know, we just did that podcast about, uh, I mean, where we, Went back and forth on what confidence is versus what confidence, mm-hmm. uh, what cocky is versus confidence. Yep. Um, and, you know, make sure we're saying we need to stay on that high end of confidence. I really believe that. I do too. People, I mean, look at every leader in the world. Yeah. Every leader in the world is almost arrogant. Some of them are downright arrogant. Yeah. But they usually don't have much to yeah. like, back up for, right? They're, they're, a, little, they're a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, their self belief is absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. I think you need to be there mm-hmm. because people want to be around that yeah. because then if you're around that, you start believing more and more and more, you more know, more. you know why people want to be around that? Well, why I think yep. is I think because people want to be around a story. Yeah. Yeah. They, they want to be around an stories. Story. People love stories. Dude. Yeah. And if you've oh, got a man. story or if you, if someone looks at you and think there's a story, yeah. I mean, this is, you're the epitome of it on because of all the, you know, yeah. the, the historical drama and everything that, you know, yeah. just this, this, pattern of things that has happened to you even now going to the point where you're becoming the coach you've always wanted to become with these pros you know it's just it's a story it is a story people fall in love with that they do man they 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 really fucking do and that's a really good point because if you you know what's wild is i didn't really realize until like maybe a year ago that you know i was i was part of this story Mm -hmm. that's really fucking cool yeah. And it's, you know, it's why there's a lot of downs, sure, there's a lot sure. of ups, yeah. but everyone here to an extent, everyone listening to an extent is part of a story, yeah. right? Oh, Every yeah. single person is doing something and like their story is unfolding, but the story is worth following are for the people who fucking put their dick out on the line to be chopped off. If you fucking lose <laughs> and like they make it happen. Yeah. Right. But, like when that, race for it. but when that happens in the movie, yeah. what happens? You're like, what's going to happen next? Exactly. And you're, everybody's watching. It's, it's like, it's like racing for pink slips, right? It's like going all in, yeah, you know, on, yeah. on a poker table. Yep. It's like, that's the story people want to watch. People don't want to play, see you play one ship. But we talked about Nick Walker. Yeah. Right. Nick yeah. just wanted, got his pro card. Yeah. Everybody's watching. Mr. North America. Everyone's watching. Yep. All the chips are out on the fucking table. They're yep. going into the Chicago pro. Yep. And it's going to be. Everything's out. Amazing. And it's 
Man, I think he's going to get that done. <laughs> I really think he's going to win that shit. Yeah. I really fucking but it's he's a, amazing. It, but that story is amazing. And, it is. and uh, what their their whole team, Matt's team, and then put yep. together, you know, him getting the second place and then, yep. then getting the pro card and then going straight to that pro yep. show. The story would have been so much less if he got, if he won Mr. USA last year. Yep. It would have been too easy. Yep. And so you see that resistance. Mm-hmm. He kept his mind focused, dialed in on that fucking vision, yep. down on that angle. So much distraction. Nick, you got to fix this. You got to fix that. You didn't do a good job here. You didn't look good because this X, Y, Z. And he didn't give a fuck. He and Matt just saw the envision and they kept fucking attacking it. And they kept making it fucking work. And time mm-hmm. over time, over time, over time, they did what they knew was going to work. And it cultivated in something insane. Yeah. Like the most dominant win we've ever seen at that show. Yeah. And that same thing was we've seen some dominant wins. Mm-hmm. Internal versus external belief. But the final point here is you have to compete every day. All right. If you want to fucking do something, if you want to be something, you have to be able to race for pinks. You have to be able to put all your fucking chips on the table. Compete every single day. Don't fucking bow down without competing. Don't just accept failure, accept a loss or accept you not doing anything. You have to compete for it. Right. I have that book. This is right over there. The summer mm-hmm. got me mm-hmm. and dude, it's actually fucking awesome. It's literally called compete every day. And in that book, there's, uh, you know, the, the, the entire storyline behind it, the entire, everything around it is just battling, mm. just battle, dude, just mm-hmm. fucking show up battle, come out better today than you were yesterday. Eventually it cultivates into a W mm-hmm. have belief in yourself. Have extreme belief in yourself to where you don't have to be, you know, put in a place where this opportunity is presented to you and you have to turn it down because you don't think you can turn it into what it needs to be turned into. Mm-hmm. Practice the internal and the external abilities and then practice the belief behind it. Because I'll tell you what, a powerful motherfucker is someone who knows what they're bringing to the table without fault. Someone who knows that when they show up, this is what the people around them are getting. And it doesn't waver. It doesn't go anywhere. That's a powerful motherfucker. That's a person with the entire fucking world in the palm of their hands. Know who you are. Know what you are. Know what you're bringing to the fucking table. Dominate and compete every single day. Episode 82. We'll see you next time.